Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Travel Bit Podcast. I'm your host, John Walker. And with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello, John. I'm Gordo. Hello. How are we doing? Great. Good. Ready for, the, ready for the weekend's picks. Uh, this uh, this week's episode was, was done a couple of days ago, so try to hit that mega coupon. It's always the dream. Yeah, it's the dream. It's the, it's the dream to retire on, is those those 12 teams, uh, those 12 games, yeah. get, it, get it going forward. Um, so we're, what, three weeks into the season now, and there is probably an explanation due as to it why... Is. I am no longer the guy trying to figure out how to say 2021 at the end of a date because yeah. it still doesn't make any sense to me. 2020-2021 is what I heard somebody introduced the football calendar as last year. It was so confusing. Um, yes, I am no longer part of the Trample Bit podcast. <laughs> uh, we're, we're currently laughing at Gordo's visual image for everyone that is a a patron, patron um, yep. a donor to our fantastic podcast, which has been really well supported uh, over the last year and a half since I switched to Patreon. So, Gordo, your campaign for John Out was successful? Hugely successful. I mean, yeah. I'd like to thank everyone that was involved. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know who to, who to start with. Uh, me, integrally. <laughs> um, secondly, quite a lot of uh, English championship teams that didn't... That didn't uh, they didn't pull off draws or did draw actually Stoke specifically like Beck, Kilmarnock, Hamilton big fans mm-hmm. big fans of terrible terrible uh, terrible teams but yeah so uh, John you, you better you better tell the people why you're why you're disappearing yeah there's going to be a, a lot of Newcastle fans getting in touch God they're figuring out how you managed it <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> how do we get Mike Ashley fuck yeah <laughs> Um, so this is more of a preventative or a is it preventative um, I don't know um, a precaution you're, you're, yeah it's, it's it's caution and it's it's the right thing for you to do so people who have listened to this will have listened to me doing my my sports coaching my coaching badges in football and realistically everything in Scotland from the, the west of Scotland league up a coach should not be betting on football and although there's been loads of cases of footballers just spinning that and just battling on anyway and do what they wanted. But realistically, after I get my A-licence, which should be in the bag like next week, I'm going to be applying for jobs or trying to get Strathclyde to apply inside the West of Scotland League, which means I would be inside that professional structure. And as a result, as a coach, shouldn't be betting or condoning betting within the professional football game. Therefore, well, I mean, it's not frowned upon, it's illegal, to do so so I probably shouldn't be a host of a betting podcast for a start <laughs> and it felt like being the end of a season was the, the right time to do it rather than me potentially getting a role within some sort of professional team or semi-pro team within the structure and then ditching it like a day's notice during the during the season so we made the decision that we would just do it now as a clean break and allow Andy and Gordo to fight for the reins and take it forward 
from there. But it's like, like we built this, Andy. This was like when we, yeah. so when we had the Trampled Bat podcast, uh, myself, Gary Conroy, John Gavin did it, Joe Goss did it. We moved into a studio because we wanted good quality and we wanted somewhere we met up. And as a result of us buying that studio for the year, I was like, well, I kind of want to do another podcast. And Andy, I had only met you once before. I'd only really? met you. I'd only Surely met you more one. than that. No, it was only in person once before. And it was the football charity match for the Clutha when you were one of the oh, managers. Wow. Yeah. That was, the only, that. that was the only time we'd met. And um, but I obviously had you in Facebook and it was Gary Black right away when when I said I wanted to do a football betting podcast. He went, Do you know who you should get? You should get Andy Vaughn. Andy Vaughn is always putting betting stuff up. And I was like, I that, that's it. That's what we'll do. So it was me, you and Gary to begin with. Yeah, I remember well. And we had guests, which is a format we're obviously clearly going back to because I think it's the, yeah. the best way to get people more engaged and get people more involved and actually give back to some of the patrons who have submitted a shit ton of money to us in the last year and a half to two years. And then somehow we got landed with this stick, Andy. You. <laughs> that was my that was my fault principally and, your fault and I've, I've listened back to the first ones i think i found gordo do and pretty much from the get-go because you had the relationship with gordo it meant gordo was free reign for taking the piss out of oh yes definitely. absolutely because you know you've already got your mates so it's fine isn't it whereas you listen back to the very first ones that you and i did because we didn't have that close of a relationship Nothing. we were just we were just two guys that had similar interests the very first, the very, very first show, if you can find it and scroll back all the way in Libsyn and find the first one, it's just got a totally different vibe to it. It's so, it's so, it's dead, it's dead dry. And it's really dry. It's like reading, because I, I, I listened to it, because when you guys first started doing it, the reason I ended up on the podcast was because I kept submitting picks when you were on Twitter. I was like, <laughs> look at look at these picks for French League 2. And a couple of them came, I must have, I must have used up all my picks for getting them in to start with on those three tweets um, and then but see the first episode yeah you're right because I was listening to it, it sounded like someone reading teletext do you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah. see like they just they scrolled it but it's only because like if you don't know someone you're not going to be like that's, that's fucking garbage week one <laughs> like yeah. that was but, yeah. but when you listen to that back I think when the three years came on it it was like Gary said as well it was like pretty clear that that was the three that was going to be right away there was no more guests now that was the podcast. That was going to be the way we went with those three, which then birthed the the Greg's mornings. Um, oh Christ! Because Gordon's a big fat. So beforehand, <laughs> if it was just myself and John, we would have a a discussion as to when we would record, and it would generally be what John like a Wednesday evening. Yeah, and that suited me fine. And I think John might have preferred the mornings, but when it's just two of us, it's easier to have that discussion. But as soon as jo- Gordon joined, and Gordon's an absolute. <laughs> morning fiend I, I was suddenly two against one and just had no <laughs> say we'll, just... we'll meet at 6 50 a.m <laughs> what why he would just tr- he would just trundle up to the front of our studio which was down like a a, a kind of cobbled lane yeah. just trundle up you see andy like just like a tiny his face just tripping and like it's too early i can't remember but i mean there was still four hours until his Japanese games were kicking off. So, I mean, oh, it, it was early, but not, not that early. No, I'm a, uh, look, I'm a sports uh, betting fan that follows a lot of American sports, specifically baseball, right? So I am up at night. That That is that is my go-to in the UK, being awake until the c- conclusion of the Seattle game or something. 
Right. So I'm going to I'm going to bed at like two three in the morning, like six fifty in the morning is not good. I am amazed. I only ever actually missed one due to sleeping in. <laughs> oh, I do I do remember that. To be fair though, where the fuck is he? He's like it like it got like because we obviously made it six fifty. It went and got a Greg's. Um, like whatever at that time, it's Greg's was opening. It like it's Boom. like opening. There's a Greg's round the corner, and uh, that one time, me and John were just like eating rolls and slice. Like, where is he? He's. <laughs> and then get a text being like, guys, I've, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I've slept through my alarm, and I'm no, I'm still. A- <laughs> I think we like actually eleven I think, o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say I think we recorded, we recorded the podcast. It was uploaded and done, and then we got the message from Andy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Gary done his edit. I think it was I think it was one of these days that I had the best intentions, but I didn't even need to come into town because I don't think I was even working that day. I think, it was on like, I think I was on like annual leave or something and just had the best of intentions. Right, yeah, I'll still get up at 6.50. I'll still do the thing and just, yeah. But what, hey, as I say, I'm amazed it only happened once. Yeah, to, to, to sum up, I think the best way to sum up how early it was, was it was even before the parking meter started in Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. So I got a parking fine one day because we were normally done by eight o'clock and I was back at the car and we were so like engrossed in doing an episode that I hadn't checked the time and realized it was half past eight and realized very quickly that I was fucked. And if there was a parking attendant had started at eight, I was done. And there was a car park now in front of my car, which meant I didn't even have the visibility. I just knew when I was coming around the car, I didn't want to see something stuck on my windscreen. <laughs> and it was fucking there. And I was like, ah, up at 6 a.m. to do this podcast because I wanted to. And now I'm paying 30 quid to Glasgow City Council when I don't want to. I'm pretty sure I left that parking and drove through a bus lane by accident. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and got a 60 quid fine because it was a new bus lane just on oh, that road nothing up to I know exactly where you are. And that was back... <laughs> Let's remember we've got a we've got a steady stream now of income to cover the costs from Patreon, and thank you very much to the guys that do that. It's not it's not world breaking. We don't make any money off this. <laughs> it, it just it just covers the costs. But that was back in the days that it did. We didn't even have that. Nothing, nothing. We were living <laughs> off of, we were living off a of trampled bats money, and I was paying the rest for the studio because we wanted the studio. We wanted the studio to be yeah. somewhere, um, and then then COVID ruined the. Uh, the studio and it brought yeah. us into this this new world um this was like i mean even back then i'm trying to think of all the things that's happened well the, before covid we did that cheltenham episode so me and andy did a cheltenham episode cheltenham went ahead infected the entirety of the <laughs> <laughs> like you know like that and that portion of england and then yeah it was that was, that was it. That it was, was the last time we were in sporting event and we didn't we normally go to cheltenham we didn't go that year no um we you know and that that was very much um our work's big on um was big on covid and locking things down so we probably saw what was coming before a lot of other people did um, yeah. we weren't allowed in offices we weren't allowed in, and we were like you know what let's not travel like it'll just generally frowned upon and then we we all got forced on to zoom but i think this has actually worked pretty well john Certainly, yeah. I, I I don't miss the stupidly early starts and um being in Argyle street in the center of glasgow at 6 50 in the morning I think I think we adapted really, really well and really quickly because when by the time football was back, we were doing an episode every one or two days um, yeah. for our Patreon. So if you were on a Patreon, you were getting decent value, and that was when we got our biggest growth to begin with. Obviously, that dropped off for a wee bit because people were also <laughs> in the midst yeah. of being unemployed and having the same COVID stuff. 
But we got through it. We're getting people back onto Patreon, which is really good. Uh, the content on Patreon gets gets better and better, and there's more and more of it. I mean, if I think where we came from to the point where we didn't have anything, and before we even moved to Patreon, and it was one episode a week uh, before we even thought of doing like specials. Andy, when you started sticking in Premier League darts, yeah, Masters, Cheltenham the year before when it did go ahead, when you've done a, a daily episode, it was mental, man. How much stuff, um, and then then came the, the the proper interaction with us being unable to pronounce foreign teams. Club names, properly. specifically Dutch <laughs> foreign teams names. Specifically Dutch teams. I the still don't know. Isolmere vocals. Michael Isomere Garrett vocals. sorted us out with that. Isolmere vocals. That'll Which, always be. I'll I never forget them. He, you get in trouble, John. I remember the first thing you get in trouble for pronouncing wrong. Do you remember what it was? Nijmegen, and you were like Nijmegen, and I was playing at home. <laughs> and it was like, who? You're like, no, it's, it's Nijmegen. You're like, all right, uh, great, thanks, thanks very much for that. And then we just went to butcher in different countries. And the worst part is, and I've never picked them again, so I never got to use that knowledge. Yeah. At, least we, at least we used what was it again, Andy? I saw mere vocals. At least we used that as the the giveaway for the Arsenal Chelsea Europa League final tickets that we we, we did. That we fucking couldn't give away for love nor money. We had this vision of this competition being a massive swell, and then remember that was in fucking Baku. Yeah, and no one could get there, and it was just. <laughs> there was only about twenty hassle. people applied for free, free Europa League final tickets. Only about twenty people applied because it was so hard to get to the fucking place in the first time. Um, but that was that was um, that was that still is the the biggest memory that stood out for me out of everything was just constantly try to remember to say that name um, but oh, fucking there's so much happened we all went so John, I, I have a couple I have a couple of questions I guess right do you think having uh, having done this podcast will, will help you in any way um, in, in in the future with your with your coaching stuff will you are you more aware of what's going on in Europe and obviously well it certainly it spawned it spawned your other podcast effort, didn't it? That well, I that presume was, you will keep going with. Well, that was what I was going to say. Um, that's that's the most interesting thing. So obviously off Trample Bet, we have our, I, would, I guess Gary wanted to call it the sister podcast, which is Scots Abroad, the interviews, what we're going to probably grow to is a weekly episode on that. And that came from listening back to mine and Andy's first episode together. Yeah. When I was like, we need something that breaks us up from going last week to this week that might be more just football chat that we can just concentrate on and go from there. And that was where David Bates, Jack Harper, Ryan Gold, Gold and Liam Henderson all came in, which was the first ever like Scots Abroad section that we used a to A mini segment in the oh, Trample Bet podcast. A mini segment that was just run through very quickly. Um, no thought behind it, just that I wanted to talk about it because you're a Dundee United fan. I was like, Ryan Gold's a good place to start. Um, and then from there, just grew arms and legs. I think the, the biggest thing for the coaching is I've got, obsessed with data yeah cool on betting and then it's bled into me wanting to do the same in my Scots Abroad stuff and now I'm using things like Scout to get as much data for things as I can Um, like you can like anyone who uses Scout, you can find out how many headers teams give away inside the box that go on target in a game and if you get like a bet on Skybet that's like a boost that's like Mitrovic to get a header on target you're like well, this team tend to give away about three or four headers on target a game. So, yes, I'm going to take that bet because you're giving me better odds yeah. than statistically I'm expecting. So, yes, it probably has um, forced me, forced my hand a little bit and to be more analytical on it. But 
the problem with betting is it's still fucking betting. So the amount of times everyone, oh, it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, it happens. That's why that's why my bankers are always one to six guys. Yes. Proper <laughs> shite bag behaviour that is. I've got, Gary I've got, came on in our thing and gave a one to six banker as well. It's like what is this? He gave a he gave a one to eight charity pick. I've got a, I've got a safety net, and then below that is another safety net, and then below that is a bouncy castle. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens, my landing is smooth, soft, as smooth. <laughs> Gordon just jumps out a plane. <laughs> I'm still alive. Isn't shoot. No, no, no parachute, no nothing. Just ah, you know, it'll be fine. What's the what's the the the, the largest like height you can fall out a plane and survive without a parachute? Like it's one of those ones where you're like, if, as long as I hit something, I don't know, relatively soft. I mean, as long as you're not going to die of shock, you'll reach terminal velocity at over a certain point. So yeah, go as high as you like. I've actually read that Wikipedia article before, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that there. But people yet yeah, have have done it from stupid heights and survive but there's a lot more people who certainly haven't uh, and that's how my bankers generally go but John I mean there's there, you've, got to, you've got to give yourself credit here your Ryan Gold coverage almost certainly has influenced Ryan Gold leaving the Portuguese second division like it, there, there's a big part of that that he's got so much more exposure now from like from everyone and even when it came to the Scotland squad when we were on with Mick Bookie, like they were like, yeah, Ryan Gold's like six to one to make the Scotland squad. Like if you if you hadn't been doing Scots abroad, he would still have been like request a bet. He wouldn't have been part of the the conversation there. And obviously, a lot goes down to Ryan Gold being really good at football. But you need coverage in there I, as well. So I mind them messaging, laughing, and saying that we had put up a few videos of him from one night, and they'd taken the betting on Ryan Gold down off the site whilst <laughs> they reevaluated what had happened in the Benfica game. Because of how good he was against Benfica, yes. they'd taken his odds off for a couple of, couple of days. Well, that well that was the thing because you saw like a spurt of articles from Rangold in the press, you know, um, various different tabloid newspapers. But they're not writing those things themselves; they're listening to your podcast, yeah, and then re- and then regurgitating the information that was that was said on it. So a lot, you know, a lot a lot of this coverage um, was certainly down to you, and you've done a brilliant job with it. Do you mean- I look forward to still listening to him. Do you mind how many bets that we had on in games and we'd done our podcast and released the podcast and within about two hours, it probably only took like two Patreon members to put the same bet on, but like a, a Spanish second division match to be a draw, the odds would all of a sudden disappear and it must just because I've been a, a regular betting because more than one person in Scotland had put the same bet on. Yeah. And some random game across the world, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we still get that now and again. Um, I, I do like the ability to shift prices. <laughs> God, yeah, I, mean, I was, I was gonna. I, I had one thing to bring up for you, John, which is the still the one, the one time I've been the most disappointed I've been in this podcast, which was the mega coupon, the second of the first twenty twenty one, when we had eight of eleven games in, and you picked Celta Vigo to wait both teams to score with Real Madrid. My cash out was like 600 quid from a fiver, right? And Celta Vigo didn't muster a shot on target the entire game. And it was just a part of a long-standing like Celta Vigo bias that, that they've had. Celta Vigo bias, I guess, against all of us. I mean, Andy's been done with them by four, but that was that was my first taste of really getting burnt by the Vigo. And that's the but that I think that is the closest we've been to the Mega Coupon in sequence. 
as opposed to we got eight games deep that lost I'm pretty sure one of the remaining ones lost as well yeah Barcelona Huesca yeah, that would be was me. A, was a draw, God, though, Wasn't me. Four, I, went, I, went, draw. I went. I went. four to four that week. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Real winning 2-0 and no managed to concede to Celta Vigo, who were averaging two point four goals a game. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I don't forget anything. Yeah, don't forget. I'm fucking fuming about that. Um, Still fuming. God, though, what was the Presswick Derby again? What, what game was that? Uh, that's, the, that's one the, of my favourite memories. That was uh, when that was Alec. No, it was Alicante versus Malaga, which is the <laughs> which Alicante versus Malaga was the flights um, direct flights from Presswick Glasgow Presswick International Airport Derby. <laughs> so that's that was that that was that way. I think that got that pick one as well. Um, so it's unusual. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of. I, I'm not going to go. What episode was that in? Because I did look up. A, and did you have anything to bring up your favourite John moments on the podcast? Favorite John moments, it's just <laughs> just far too many. He, he went through a period of um, just hating on games involving Hamilton. I remember that. I remember that, that was well. That was a pricey problem. <laughs> Every single time, like I think it actually was. Mind there was a spell where Hamilton Kamarnock drew five times in a row. Yeah, and every time I'd taken Kamarnock at home three times out of that five, and they'd drawn one each. And it was Wales Kamarnock could beat Rangers and Celtic at home. And that spell under Steve Clark, and they could not beat a Martin Canning Hamilton side. Oh, grim! Unbelievable. Do you know who? Uh, do you know who had that exact game last week? <laughs> Mister Gary Black. <laughs> Did he not? I'm pretty sure he, he was. He was in about that. What? Come on, Hamilton. Come on, Hamilton's Chris Kelly this week. He was talking oh, about Chris Kelly this week. Yeah, it's yeah, Chris yeah. Kelly this week. This he was week, like, oh. He's like, I've got Kilmarnock here. And then as he said it, I was like... Ooh. As he said it, I just heard John's voice in the back of my head going, no, not, not this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that's the format we're going we're gonna to run with now, John. Um, myself and Gordo and a guest each week. So you'll hear a new guest at, um, in the second half of each podcast uh, doing their picks. And then that same guest will come back the following week to review them. And then at the break... We'll go into a new one and we're going to have a sort of leaderboard. Top Gear starting a reasonably priced nice. car type, type deal yeah. to see how to see how they they compare against each other over a season. Um, we've certainly got a big enough li- uh, listenership and big enough um, group of contacts that we can draw upon and people interested in taking part. So it'll be a fun way experiment. Whether we ever go back to a standard three or not remains remains to be seen. Hey. I mean, how how long is it? How long is it before uh, John? You're going to get sacked from one of these clubs, anyway. I was just about, just, I was just about to say, <laughs> I'm going all the way to the top. That's that's what's happening. If you me. ever end up in the French say, lower leagues, give me a call. I'd, I've got some guys I'd quite like to fucking lambast for not drawing. <laughs> John's going to be the Scotland manager in 2036. Me, I'm me. I'm going to call up Ryan Gold, whatever age he is. Just because it should have happened, and I'm writing a wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. This is the, it's the wrong podcast to do this. But Ryan Gold, wearing his top right now, Vancouver Whitecaps. Ryan Gold is going to get cat for Scotland in about four years when he's thirty, and folk are going to go. We should have called him up ages ago, man. He's clearly the best player we've got. And you're going, yep, yep. I'm in Billy Gilmore yep. in that midfield. I'm in Billy Gilmore, Scott McTominay pulling strings. Ugh. Gary Caldwell watching on as your assistant coach. <laughs> what we what we should have been is we should have been ahead of that Ange Postacoglu 
um, appointment because Andy, oh, Japan, your, 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 your discovery of Japan. Um, we have we we talked about it. We, we you know we did talk about it, but obviously it was during our off season as well. Um, I think he'll be great. In fact, Celtic fans are already starting to take to him. There was obviously a dodgy result in Europe at the beginning, but the way they played against Hearts, certainly in the first half last weekend, um, the comments I was seeing from Celtic fans are big fans of the style of play, and that, that's what he did at the Yokohama F Marinos. It was it was all direct stuff, quick passing football, um, a very attack minded. He'll do well. I think he'll do well. I think from this spell, so I think this is like Trample Bet 1.0 or shifting from into a new era once I go. Is this is pro- okay, this isn't 1.0. This is probably like 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7. We're yeah, that's fair. To, we're moving to 2.0 now. And <laughs> two point, it's the official upgrade. Everything's been fixed. We're ready to Aye. move to a new release. John, it was good. We, we, we patched up everything we could to make it work now we need to go to a whole new version and we'll go forward um, for me the biggest one the biggest things I remember Kawasaki I'll never forget that team ever now oh they're tremendous aren't they they will be forever ingrained in my memories being the greatest attacking football side that's ever existed but people don't watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey you can you know you can look back fondly if you ever turn on free sports on a Sunday morning at 8am and there happens to be a game on with a team man think, yeah you think oh man I could I could have 400 quid riding on this. (laughs) (laughs) You watch it and you're like, somewhere out there, Andy is soundly asleep, panicking. Panicking about the fact that it's 84 minutes in and zero teams have scored. No, no, if it's Kawasaki, I'm not panicking at 84 minutes. They get a lot of goals, 90, yeah. 90 plus two. We're all good. But it's at like the same time, as, yeah. interestingly, at the same time as that, obviously, I'd uh, lease of life, as it were, in Japan, a whole load of opportunities. And now I'm, I'd say, quite pr- probably, like, let's be honest here, in Scotland, Probably one of the biggest experts in Japanese football. One hundred percent, absolutely yeah. bizarre. But at the same time, John was doing exactly the same thing in Australia. I discovered Australia. <laughs> yeah, goals, that's you. The goals, ah, oh, mate, it was so, it's so much fun. I don't even, I don't even know where to go, man. Jamie um, McLaren, let's start with him. Oh, like Jamie McLaren. Jamie McLaren has. I seen someone tweet about him the other day. It's like there was, if there was ever a man who was born to play Australian football, it was Jamie McLaren. Like just ridiculously talented at getting like twenty eight goals a season. And you backed him religiously. He was. I mean, he was at one to two to score consistently, man. Consistently. Yeah. Um, I think. I think we've kind of covered a couple of these. I still think, and I know I've said this before. That so a year and a half ago, I think it was like September, October, two seasons ago to 1920, there was a Palace Brighton game coming up on that week. Oh, this was one of the best picks ever. Yeah. And uh, Wilfred Zaha was in the form of his life. This is the best. He'd just been linked to a move to Arsenal, it'd just been told it wasn't happening. He was still playing like he wanted to move in January. And Palace had did three free kick, uh, three free penalties in the last three home games, all won by Wilfred Zaha, and all scored by Milivic. Yeah, and I just fancied Zaha to be on form at home at Brighton, 
and it, it was my outsider call was Milivic to I don't think I actually picked him to score a penalty I think I picked Palace, Palace to get a penalty you just picked Palace, a to, Palace get a penalty, to get a penalty yeah. it was something like that Palace and it, to score a penalty I think it was 8-1 to one for the penalty to happen and it was like 12-1 to one or 16-1 to one for Milivic to be the specific scorer of said penalty and I think we we had like a good 5 or 6 people that jumped in on that a lot on the of podcast. people followed it because I yeah. remember the Facebook group at the time and everyone, yes, they've got a penalty. And it's all sitting waiting for <laughs> is he going to score it? A, is he going to take it? B, is he going to score it? Oh, that was, that's probably our biggest single winning pick. Yeah, because every, everyone... In terms, of not, in terms of not a season-long thing, just a regular yeah. part of the normal show, here's something for the weekend um, pick. Because it's certainly one of the highest odds we've ever had. Because it was people, there's probably people the on the Facebook... Winner. People in the Facebook group had stuck a tenner on it, like not even yeah. they just went, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I was not. like, oh my god, that's 160 that's a tenner of somebody's money. And then it came in, I was like, fucking should be getting a percentage. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I, I mean, obviously, we, yeah, it is because we've, we've, we've obviously hit, you know, if you combine our selections, we've had weeks with, with loads of winners where people have returned big coupons and things like that. But as a single one pick in one game, what a shout that was! That's a good yeah. legacy to have. That's that's that yeah that's that that's the one that um I think the one how many did we find out Andy how many people jumped on your Euros Italy pick because it changed me because that's I what I then picked <laughs> I don't know the exact number but Gordon and I both backing Italy to win the Euros and then being insistent throughout it that that's what everyone should do I'm pretty certain a lot of people will have had money on Italy as as being the winners yeah. um, I certainly it basically made my whole summer great it was amazing yeah, John's, was... Be- John's best winner though comes from old firms definitely where you backed Scott Brown to be card do you remember this pun so you you were insistent that Scott Brown would be carded in 1920 so this was the end of the 1920 season um, you backed Scott Brown to be carded and Alan McGregor to be cal- carded so it was a two and I think it was about six to one and about five people backed it, right? But everyone backed it with an additional carded player. Like, so it was always like uh, Nerbiton to be carded or like something else. And in the Facebook group, there was just a stream of coupons of people were like, I, I took John's and I added like, I don't know, somebody else to it. And it came in at 40 at one. So you started a, I mean, with when it came to old firms, you did love a card shout. That's, that's, that has to be a big part of your legacy there. It'll be the one I miss coming up. Like, because there's one in two weeks. That'll be the one that I miss. That'll yeah. Be the, the one I'll miss chucking in. To be fair, because Scott Brown's not there, it's real. I still, Who like, do you fancy for it? Just if you want to put it out there just now in case, because uh, you haven't got your A license to turn a couple of weeks. Morelos any... will get carded. Right. Will he score? Oh, I think he will. Aye. I think he will. I, I don't think this Celtic team will keep too many clean sheets this season. I think they'll just outscore people. It's that. Um, yeah. It's just that it's, they've, they've got a fucking Aussie manager. I watch the A-League. Yeah. The mentality of Australians is to just consistently attack. Like, they almost conceded a goal against Alkmaar that Ralston recovered brilliantly. Oh, what a challenge that was. At 2-0, they're still bombing on out of position. And it's the only thing that's leaving me hope for Rangers, by the way. The only thing is that they keep bombing on and Rangers are quite a good counter-attack inside and they're really struggling when teams sit in. So it's the only hope I'm hanging on to for this whole firm is that they royally misjudge it and they just keep attacking us and we just keep picking them off and that's, that's how we do it but yeah Mire- Morelos score Morelos cards you'll probably get like 6 or 71 for that yeah well I'm happy to take that as a as a, a John legacy bet and yeah because I can still condone it now I've not got my professional job that's what I was going to say yeah so <laughs> I've a 
I guess I have a question. Uh, it's probably what quite a lot of listeners are, are thinking just now. Will we potentially hear you in some Patreon episodes that are non-football related? Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless I've misread what the actual rules are, I, I think it's only football betting. I can't confirm. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty so, sure it is because that's the industry you're in. Yeah, you know, like fo- football has got to casinos, so yeah, gambling is not illegal in itself. It's just the specific betting in football because you can have influence on the people that are playing. Might know someone. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be up for doing UFC ones because I I'm get getting my, I'm getting my first for that again, Gordo. I'm getting back. Yeah. In. I was, I was going to say, I see when you're like, footballers could go to casinos. I was like, hi, I'm John Walker, and welcome to the Patreon special roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Here's eight numbers alike this week. 21, 14. I've um, never seen, see when you watch that, you ever watch the live roulette? Like, oh, it's you've dismal. been up late enough yeah. on okay, Channel 5 or something like that. Imagine yeah. being that presenter. Peter, your hot numbers. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. Red five. <laughs> Mate, I've been I've been to after parties where folk have phoned that up. No way. <laughs> and been phoning and it's been like, Welcome Blackjack, how's it going? He's like, number 35. I love that. Like, see when you see that, it's always like they put the usernames up for the people that are on, and it's always like uh, Wigan fan 14 has bet three thousand pounds. <laughs> Wigan fan 14 has lost. Wigan fan has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so it's so dismal. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you, Blair's been fucking doing some seriously good UFC yes. stuff. So your man in Singapore might be. Well, I, I haven't. I've been watching the UFC a bit of recent, but it's just they haven't had enough events on <laughs> at the time that I would be up. Yeah, which <laughs> is well, my problem. Well, we've got. Are there any? Um, are there any sports that you and I might cross paths again and do an episode, John? Because apart from football, we always tended to do different content. Yeah, because the I'm... stuff I like and the stuff that you like <laughs> out with football is totally different. Yeah, and you've lost me off fantasy football because I fucking hate that because I'm terrible <laughs> at it. Like, like that. The minute I knew I wasn't coming back, there was no way I was getting involved because I was like, I hate this. I only do it to have like an involvement with the patrons. That's it. That's the only reason I involve myself. It's chucking 25 quid away because I never... John Walker. I the guaranteed re- W in fantasy football. I set a reminder. See, see when I took part last year and realised I went, right, I put 25 quid in. I'm going to take part. I put a reminder every Thursday night to check my team and who was available. And every time, every Thursday, that notification came up on my phone, it just went closed. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to get logged in. I think I've got blocked out of my password because I didn't know what it was. So... Whatever my team was last year was the same way it started and finished. And, um, so what what sports could you cross over on? I'm just trying to think. Because you don't, I mean, Andy likes baseball. You like, Dark, what do you like outside baseball. of football, John? Football and UFC. Mate, I can't, mate, I can't get, I, I would have no pals or no social life. if Because football, football takes up, I play Saturday morning, coach Saturday afternoon. Rangers games will now be Sunday because they couldn't fucking beat Malmo. Coach on a Monday night, game on a Wednesday night, coach on a Thursday night, play fives Monday, Tuesday. It's like, fuck, if I had another sport I was interested in, there'd be a serious problem with doing anything. <laughs> and then gigs are coming back, so I don't have any time. <laughs> I can't even, if I watched another sport and invested in another sport, I would have trouble. Yeah, everywhere in my life. you could watch it. It's like you could watch like a game of rugby league every three weeks, right? But you're not going to be like, right, I'm now a rugby league expert because I've watched <laughs> four games this year. <laughs> uh, but yeah. It'll be a sad, sad to see you go, John. Even though I ran the campaign that got you out of town, 
I mean, I thought you were going to go for various offences that weren't football related, but it's nice <laughs> that you've went went on your own terms. Yeah, because obviously you haven't been involved in, in uh, and you've sort of gradually phased out over summer. It just sort of happened naturally because yeah, you know, with the golf, on. the golf <laughs> podcasts and things like that, you wouldn't be on anyway. Um, but when the football came back and you know no one's hearing your voice at the, at the beginning, maybe people were thinking we'd had a massive falling out or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, there'd be some some sort of drama. Unfortunately, aye. no. It's John's doing very well for himself yeah, when it comes to it. your path. <laughs> Guys, I've had to stop doing the podcast with John. He's an anti-vaxxer in COVID than I am. He was there's, at Edinburgh Castle the other day trying to claim it. <laughs> he was in the thing. There's, He's been up there. There's, there's been all sorts of allegations, pending court cases. Uh, nothing, nothing like that. He's um, he's doing brilliant, and hey, man, it's the end of an era for sure. It's one point seven. You know, while we're releasing new podcasts every week, John, you could just uh, start back at the beginning, <laughs> listen and listen to episodes from twenty seventeen onwards. Walk on, what say? No, because the thing, the thing that I am looking forward to now is. I get to listen now because the one thing that Gary Black always made me do that makes me physically sick in my skin crawl is listen back to the podcast I've just done. And, it, yeah. and it, it, when I do it with the Scots Abroad stuff, it makes me physically feel sick. I, I, I hate hearing my fucking voice. I hate it. Yeah. It makes me so sad inside. And I'll never, I can now listen to a podcast and know that I don't need to hear me at any point. Although I'll be shouting at Gordo or something for something yeah. done or said. <laughs> Yeah, I get, I get, I get the same feeling as well, John. Listening <laughs> back, but but not not for my voice. Just when I hear Gordon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I was just going to bring up. Uh, have you ever seen the Seinfeld episode where George decides uh, that he has to listen to? He's got to, he's got to present a book on risk management, and he gets books on tape, but he can't find this on tape because it's fucking mid nineties. No one's doing that, so he goes to books for the blind. And gets, <laughs> this on tape because he can't he, he says I hear my own voice when I read this book and I hate that anyway the guy that narrates <laughs> has the same voice as him <laughs> he's like I've wasted my whole wasted three weeks listening to this that's that's how I feel listening to my own voice when I come on here uh, so I've, I've got I've got a different attitude you know um, you ever watch Eastbound and Down Kenny Powers sits and listens to his own audio book over and over and over again in his car <laughs> Just hearing his own voice. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Kenny fucking Powers. Kenny fucking Powers. There he is. What oh. a guy. Oh, yes. Legend. Right there. Um, so have you any parting words, John? Have you anything you want to say to the patrons or say to the obviously people will use this as part of a true crime podcast in a few years so yeah. um obviously get some get some clues in about the kill honestly and enjoy not hearing my my voice ever again um enjoy keep listening the people who supported us the, the patrons every single one of you whether you supported for a month whether you've supported since we opened and still to this date whether you gave us a one-time life, uh, lifetime subscription whether you joined for one month and then never came back honestly thank you so much because it helped us pay for Zoom, um, pay for a hosting cost, pay for a website cost. Everyone who's engaged in the Facebook group, the Facebook group is by far the biggest success of anything we've done and it cost us nothing. And um, the people within that, I mean, for God's sake, Michael Stokes is a, is a rugby guru. Like, yeah, I, I would fully really expect him to appear on this at some point with a, 
with a treble from the rugby world that, that people are all going to have to jump on and he'll shoot straight to the fucking leaderboard on that yeah. one. <laughs> but just thanks to everyone that keep and keep sharing it like that. It's, it's the only way these podcasts grow. Like I, I always feel this way that somebody just pops along and Andy's already touched on it. I get it with Scots Abroad. Our podcast don't get the figures it deserves and then a newspaper will come and take a clipping from it and take the one bit that's relevant to get enough clicks and enough likes on their social media pages and then it kills everything we've just worked on so if you can retweet sharing your social media putting your Instagram stories everything you can I'll start sharing this more because it's always that thing where I don't like I don't necessarily like sharing something I'm doing so seeing your own thing see now that I'm out of it I'm like going yes I can fucking share this without feeling like I'm preaching to anyone because I'm like it's not mine it's still you're in the background going, look, look at me, guys. Just fucking I check me out. Just fucking you? check my podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look at that. Um, I mean, it'll be nice. But I mean, the reason, going back to the start, the reason you started this was because you hated, hated those Twitter bookies that constantly posted, yeah, great winner again after and deleting they... 35 tweets in between there, being like, yeah, here we had this double for, and it was like two to one. And if you back to rest them, we are the bookie podcast that is fucking accountable. That's the thing about it. I've got to come back <laughs> week after week, right? I've got to come back week after week and listen to what I said the previous week and justify that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. I think that was that was sort of the aim to do something a wee bit different where there was that accountability and there was and you know, we weren't just throwing picks out there that we knew nothing about for the sake of it. You know, you had to come back next week and face up to the results and the results were visible, as opposed to just boom, hit like for my next tip <laughs> right as well. Like f- fuck all that. Like we did something yeah. a wee bit different, we put it out there. Um <clears throat> and certainly the feedback I've got, well, while we've not followed that strategy, it means obviously we have a lot less in terms of Twitter followers and some of the some of the the other accounts. The people that we do have have stayed with us, and that's yep. that's kind of the most important thing. It's like being the comedian's comedian or the again, you know, the music artist that doesn't get the global appreciation, but all the other people in the industry really think he's good. That's that's how I like to feel, you know, about this. We're you know we're the we're the gamblers podcast, we're the serious sports bettors podcast. I agree. Um, but it's been absolutely amazing. I've loved doing it. I'm going to enjoy listening to it. And I'm still going to be in the Facebook group because I still enjoy seeing people with these random bets that they think yeah. is coming up. Um, but it's been amazing. So I guess, guys, one last time, can we just say that's the podcast? Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet Podcast is produced by John Walker and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Oh,
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.